0: Across social media, there's an increased effort to meme up Jeff Carter as some kind of Chuck Norris tough guy. I gotta tell you, I saw a different side. A different side here last night. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. The Penguins lost in overtime to the Panthers 5-4 to four here in Sunrise. And after the game, when I went down to the locker room, I was bouncing around a lot of different ideas in my head about what to write for the column for DK Pittsburgh Sports. And could have gone a lot of different directions. Hope you have a chance to check it out. I kind of did go a lot of different directions. But for the podcast, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to go with Carter because when he came into the room, he had the biggest, softest smile on his face. And when he sat down to speak with the handful of us that were there covering this from Pittsburgh, he got really emotional. As much as you'll see from him, about his four hundredth goal and I, and I want you to hear some of it um, yeah you know, i 'll sit i 'll sit down and you know think about it. We got a long flight home, so maybe at some point, but uh it it means a lot i you know i'm I've been lucky to play with a lot of good players and a lot of good teams and uh, been put in some really good situations to to be able to produce so it means a lot to me personally um, you know it's you know maybe down the road i 'll think about it a little more, but uh i'm hoping to to keep going and putting some more in here. So. Now, this goal was no masterpiece, but in a way it was really fitting for Carter to score like this. He was on the right boards. Team needed a goal. Team was down by a couple. And he just, for no reason whatsoever, shot it toward the net. And Aaron Eckblad, the terrific Florida defenseman, wasn't so terrific on this sequence because he deflected it up and over Sergei Bobrovsky, and Carter just couldn't stop smiling about this afterward, uh, including the fact that it, it really was, you know, his kind of goal. Um, on, I was going to Rusty. I mean, he was driving back door. That's um, so way I've scored a lot of those goals. He put it on net some. Uh, a lot of times, something happens. So. Um, Take them any way they can come. Hopefully, uh, I can hang around and score a lot more of them. There are a lot of different things that I've discussed about Ron Hextall's still brief tenure as the Penguins general manager. But every, every analysis of what this man's done in this position since his arrival should begin with the acquisition of Carter This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need. In turn, they need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 can be converted into five meals. Again, that's pittsburghfoodbank.org. Carter's centering a first line that, again, was very effective. As it was in Tampa. And understand that in Tampa. That first line didn't have Jake Gensel. And here in Sunrise. For half the game. It didn't have Brian Rust. Who was knocked out of the game. By a clean but really hard hit. That sent him flying. By Florida's Mackenzie Weger So he's had rotating wingers. On a first line. And he just. Keeps producing. He set up Danton Heinen's ice breaking goal over in Tampa, and then he scored this one. And he's also been the main fixture up front on the first power play unit. I don't know what the Penguins did to luck out into landing this guy, much less landing him at half of his regular salary because the Kings picked up the rest. But it's been a tremendous find for the team. And let's remember that Carter was protected on the expansion draft list from Seattle. Now, you can say anything you want about whether or not Ron Francis, Jason Botchell, and everybody with the Kraken would have taken Carter, given his age given his contract status and everything else. But it should tell you that much more that Hextall, Brian Burke, and the whole front office knew the Penguins couldn't get by without Carter. Remember, this was one of the main points that I kept pounding after the Penguins were eliminated by the Islanders in the playoffs that they had no answer for losing Carter. They had no one coming from the minor league system. It was going to be really tough to go and add someone like that in free agency, certainly at his cost. And if Carter had been taken by Seattle, there was not going to be an appropriate response for it. So... I'll bet those of you who are really diehard hockey fans and found a way to watch all the rest of the highlights from around the league saw that Brandon Tanev scored twice and Jared McCann scored once and Seattle won their first game by beating the Predators in Nashville 4-3 to and good for those guys and everything else. I am not at all a proponent of the way the Penguins handled the expansion draft, but I did not have a problem with protecting Carter because there's so much of what he does that this team needs this season. And this isn't some kind of, you know, building or rebuilding operation here when you're talking about a, a core that's in its mid 30s. You're playing for right now. And I don't know if Carter has found a a second life, a second wind. Uh, additional freedom, additional respect. Since coming here from Los Angeles, he's kind of hinted at it at times, but I know that it's meant the world to this team, uh, and and man, to this head coach. Uh, listen to what Mike Sullivan had to say about Carter. It's hard for me to. It, it's hard for me to articulate you know what he means to our team especially right now you know he's just a high character person uh, he's a great person he, he fit into our dressing room from the first day he walked in the fact that he scored 400 goals is just an indication of how good of a hockey player he is and and how good of a player he's, he, he is for so long and, uh, and I think he's playing great hockey for us right now so he means so much to this team he's, uh, he's, he's a good leader he's a real good hockey player and, and like I said, I just think he enhances the leadership that, that we already have. Um, and that's what he's done from day one since he's become a title. Good stuff, huh? Good stuff. The whole trip was, was good stuff. Three points down here against these two teams, missing all these guys. Are you kidding me? When we come back, just one question. For just one question, and that comes to us courtesy of Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T, Sportsnet, Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this program a seven day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DK. Again, it's FuboTV.com slash DK. DK. Our J1Q comes from Kevin Rainey who asks, how can't this be considered a successful trip? Yeah, the Bolts didn't put up much of a fight in the first two periods, but other than two mistakes they were still solid and then they fought back from being down to nothing to an up-and-coming Florida team and I I love getting three out of four here. Now home for eight games. Sid probably comes back Saturday. I like the grit. Kevin, you're Answering all your own question here, but you know what? I'm I'm mostly with you here. I have one quibble out of everything that you said there, and it's probably not going to be the one you'd expect. You referred to this Florida team as up and coming. Uh Uh-uh. They are here and now, okay? I asked a, a couple of the guys last night after the game their thoughts on the Panthers, and they were... Glowing about them, as Sullivan had done earlier in the day, but way more intriguing was Carter just bringing them up on his own and saying, there's some talent over there. And he nodded his head in the direction of the home team's locker room. There's a lot there. That doesn't mean they'll be able to put it all together, but it's not like Joel Quenville hasn't been able to get that job done in the past in Chicago when he had a stacked lineup with the Blackhawks. That is a really, really good hockey team. I don't know that they're better than the Lightning when you put them on paper, but I do know that winning three cups in a row is asking a lot, and I also know that the Lightning lost their entire third line, which was a valuable component to what they were doing because, oh, well, hey, they finally adhered to the salary cap. The Panthers, on the other hand, Got a little bit better, not a ton better, but a little bit better in the offseason. So those teams might have gone in different directions here. And for anyone who doesn't know, the Lightning needed overtime last night to beat the Red Wings in Detroit by a 7-6 to six count. So either the Lightning are you know, still pumping iron with Nikita Kucherov out there on the channel side or they did that too long this summer or they're just not what they were last year time will tell on that front but this team I can tell you right now the penguins spoke about this florida team in a way that they didn't about that tampa team and i find that interesting in and of itself uh, otherwise again obviously i agree with what you said i mean the the penguins came down here in what had to have been considered a a pretty bleak position. You know, not having, not just Sid and Gino, but I'll reiterate from the first segment, you didn't have Jake for the first game, you didn't have Rust for half of this game, you didn't have Mike Matheson for either game, you still haven't gotten Zach S and Reese back. That's a quarter of your lineup that's just not there. And this team really solidified uh, a few things in these couple of games but you know what else they did they kind of raised the bar for themselves because if they go back home and lose the home opener to Chicago uh, tomorrow night you're going to see a lot of what happened down here get forgotten in a big big hurry so I'm not going to end this on a negative note I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins I'm flying home later this afternoon looking forward to that a lot and looking forward to hooking up with you again monday morning thank you so much for listening to this show